Are you wearing boxer shorts again? No, today I wore pants just for you, Levi's. Oh, nice jeans. Just for you. Out of respect for my friend Milo, I actually got dressed today. Just so I don't have to look at you in your underwear on our <laughs> uh, Zoom call here. That's nice. You got your wine? No, today I'm just, I just got water today. Oh, so you're not boozing it up today? No, I'm used to you boozing it up because it's like, you know, evening time where you're at and you're just kind of on your second glass of, of wine and exactly. I'm on my second glass of coffee. Okay, well, that's good for you, man. That's good for you. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison, and with me is... Jamie Thunderson. And today we are discussing... The case of Magnum P.I. versus MacGyver. That's right. These two classic 80s television shows. We're not talking the, ch the crappy reboots. We are talking the originals because the originals are better. So the question is... Which is better, Magna P.I. or MacGyver? So it's funny you bring up the reboots because I actually didn't know until I did a little bit of research on this show that there were reboots. That's how out of touch I am, Milo. I knew there were reboots. I watched an episode of the MacGyver reboot and it was awful. Like it was nothing like the original series. Um, and I can't even bring myself to attempt to watch the Magna P.I. reboot because, you know, Magna P.I. is the best 80s show there it was ever made yeah you're in defense of magnum pi correct and you are defending macgyver and i'm in defense of macgyver and i think it's also funny that these are both tv shows named after guys with the last name starting with m and nobody in the shows ever calls them by their first name everybody in the show always calls them by the last name uh, which is also true. the name of the show have you noticed that Another thing I came across thinking about when I was like researching this a little bit. That's a good point. I know in MacGyver, they even like, he really tries not to say his first name for a lot. So you don't really know what his first name is uh, for a long time. You know, we know Thomas Magnum's first name because it's said enough, but you're right. Yeah. Everybody just calls you, him Magnum. Do you know what MacGyver's first name is? Angus. 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 That's, so that's the first in defense of, if your first name is named after like premium beef, <laughs> that's a point right there. Okay. That's a point right there. So he's got a cooler first name because his name is Angus. However, and I'll tell you this, but we'll just forget about it. His first name was originally going to be Stacy. Oh, I did, did not know, know that? that. I did not know that piece of trivia. And they kind of ditched that and went with something more masculine like Angus. But it was originally going to be Stacy MacGyver. Well, you can't get much more manly than Magnum, a gun. That's you know, when I think Magnum, I think a gun or condoms. Either way. <laughs> Either way, they'll protect you. <laughs> okay, so do you want to defend your your guy first or do you want me to defend my guy first? That doesn't matter. I can, I can go first if you want. And see, All right, defend, defend, our, defend our good friend Thomas Magnum, private investigator. All right. Well, beginning in 1980, a man by the name of Tom Selleck was cast as Magnum P.I. in a television show that would run for eight seasons. It takes place on the island of Hawaii. So Mr. Magnum P.I., a former Navy SEAL who also was in naval intelligence, did a tour in Vietnam where he won multiple service ribbons 
he's got a Navy Cross ribbon, a Purple Heart, National Defense Service Medal, Vietnam Service Medal, Vietnam Gallantry Cross, and the Republic of Vietnam Campaign Medal. That's right, because we've got a Magnum PI wiki page, so you can look all this stuff up. He speaks three languages, Vietnamese, English, and um, French. Uh, as a drinker, he drinks beer, scotch on the rocks, and fine wines that he sneaks out of the Robin Masters wine cellar. He drives a Ferrari 308 GTS. And when he's not driving his Ferrari and needs to fly somewhere, he can just call up his good buddy TC and get a helicopter ride to where he needs to go. He quite regularly shags numerous hot women on the show. Um, he carries a Colt 45 pistol with him when he needs to uh, do some shooting. Orson Welles did voice cameos in the show. That's how great of a show this was, is Orson Welles was in it, doing uh, the voice of Robin Masters before Orson Welles died. The show was one of the highest rated shows on Thursday nights until the debut of Cosby Show in 1984. It won multiple primetime Emmys, multiple Golden Globes, and was nominated for 32 other awards during its run. And, you know, you can't get much more badass than a guy who lives in a beach house, swims in Hawaii, hangs out with his buddies, and uh, doesn't really have to pay for any of it. So he's like a badass moocher. Basically. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to do that? Uh, I, I actually do that myself, just not so extravagantly. <laughs> okay, Magna's pretty badass. Yep. What do you got, Mr. MacGyver? Uh, so MacGyver uh, played from 1985 uh, to 1992 and even had some specials in 1984. MacGyver works for uh, the Phoenix Foundation, which is this privately funded think tank. But it's actually not because it turns out this is like a secret, secret CIA, NSA type organization full of geeks and nerds. So he... He works for like a secret, secret CIA, and it's so secret it's not even publicly funded, right? Angus MacGyver, unlike your guy, actually refuses to carry a gun. The only thing he has is a Swiss army knife. That's it, because he's a nonviolent problem solver. The only violence he gets into is usually like, you know, fighting and in self-defense. But usually in his adventures or his mysteries that he gets into, uh, he gets himself. He gets himself, and usually a, a, a beautiful female companion into a snag. And instead of fighting or shooting his way out, he uses science. He can make like a bomb out of, you know, paper clips and duct tape to to subdue his enemies and get out of his situation. So, what I like about MacGyver is he teaches you that being a nerd is okay, and in fact, it's really kind of cool. One interesting fact that I found out is the uh, producers of this show would actually pay you money if you sent them a valid way to like subdue enemies with science. Did you know that? I did not know that. And that all of the ways that he subdued his enemies when he got into a bind with his funny little scientific tricks were actually real things. But they didn't actually show the whole sequence because they didn't want kids to replicate uh, what MacGyver was actually doing, but it was real. It was real stuff. If you actually went through the real procedures and used all of the real uh, tricks and science and, and, and little devices, 
you could actually do the things that MacGyver did. Did you ever see the Simpsons episode where they had uh, Richard Dean Anderson was a guest on it? And basically Thelma and Louise, the two sisters, kidnap Richard Dean Anderson because they're so in love with MacGyver. (laughs) And he escapes and then like, you know, keeps trying to get recaptured by them because he's having so much fun doing his MacGyver. (laughs) It's like, this is this is amazing. Yeah, that's my defense of MacGyver is. He can do things in nonviolent ways and he can do things using his brain and he knows science and he works for this organization that basically employs geeky science people as secret agents. Like he probably works with uh, Bill Nye, the science guy and Mr. Wizard um, on secret missions. It's good. You make a lot of good points. So if you were to put Thomas Magnum and Agnes MacGyver in a cage together and they had to fight it out between the two of them who do you think be walking out of that cage mr former navy seal or bill nye the science guy (laughs) well it depends because you know macgyver probably set up some crazy trap in the cage beforehand (laughs) and before you know it stuff starts blowing up and you know magnum pi is like oh my gosh what's happening he's like haha I used foresight and intelligence and science to set up some crazy trap for you before this even started, sir. Oh, no. Ah! And uh, MacGyver, in the first part of the series, drove a beatable Jeep uh, mm-hmm. before switching to a beatable pickup. So no Ferraris. No Ferraris. No Ferraris. But he also wasn't, you know, mooching off rich daddy. True. He actually had a, he had a real job, bro. It's true. It's true. The, uh, the, what'd you call it? The bird foundation? It's <laughs> the, the Phoenix the, foundation. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a think tank quote unquote, but I think it's interesting that both of these Magnum PI and MacGyver work for these probably illegal clandestine organizations. I mean, and they probably half of what they're doing is probably not legal. Yeah, in real life, they both would have gone to jail many (laughs) times over. The cool thing about MacGyver is, though, he often travels around the world. I mean, Mm Hawaii is a great place, but he's always somewhere. Like one day he's saving some village in Latin America. The other he's in, like, I don't know, the Northeast fighting the mystery of some ghost or something. He's, He's always somewhere, which means he probably has more, you know, chances of going to prison in some some country somewhere else than than anything true and if i do recall he at some point did go to a foreign jails and and mm-hmm. break out he was probably in there rightfully so though if you want to be honest if you're yeah. working for an organization that's not even like publicly funded by your government and you're kind of acting on behalf of law enforcement but you're not in law enforcement it's kind of like magnum he's often doing things that maybe that's not quite legal yeah. How many bikini-clad women did MacGyver hook up with during the show? So not many. And actually, I did a little research on this, and that was purposeful. Um, there was actually somewhat of a backlash when he kind of had a girlfriend because fans thought that he should kind of be – they thought maybe he, does, he, 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 he is too busy to, like, hang out with chicks all the time and stuff. So they, they didn't really want him hooking up with girls all the time. He, he often had, you know, companions, but they were usually pretty well-dressed and intelligent. So we're going to go point to Magnum on that one then. 
point to Magnum <laughs> unless you like very um, well clothed women who you aren't going to, you know, really do anything with. Sure, I guess. I guess we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, sure. If you so, like that kind yeah, of thing. point to Magnum. <laughs> Yeah. So interesting. The thing about these shows is the reason why this is a hard debate, too, because I love both of these shows. Oh, yeah. You know, they I, I watched, I think, probably every night when they were on when I was during that era. I'm like, OK, you know, Magnum's on tonight. I got to watch Magnum or MacGyver's on tonight. I got to watch MacGyver. Well, and when you're a kid in the 80s, you you're like, oh, man, I want to like who would have known we'd have grown up and been like lame guys working in an office. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Because you grew up, I want to be, so I want to be Magnum PI. Mm -hmm. I want to be MacGyver. In fact, I want to be a hybrid. Yeah. I want to be MagnaGyver and go on adventures with beautiful women and fight them and shoot them, but also have the knowledge to create traps out of coconuts when I'm on Hawaii and have a buddy with a helicopter come pick me up when things get hairy yep. and work for a rich guy who's going to give me like unlimited resources or some clandestine organization that might do the same, right? Of course, yep. This is what we were going to be when we grew up, right? Little did we know. How disappointing that turned out. <laughs> See, kids, if you're listening out there and you're watching television, you think I'm going to be like that when I grow up, you're not. You're going to be middle-aged, uh, working in some office somewhere and recording a podcast with your buddies uh, in your evenings. That is your destiny. That's Accept your future, kids. That's your future. <laughs> Accept it now. Whatever kids you, whatever TV shows you, if you even have TV shows. Well, um, yeah, they're watching MacGyver, MacGyver and Magnum and P.I. <laughs> <laughs> Just the rebooted version, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, podcast listeners, what do you think if you had to have a throwdown between Magnum P.I. and Agnes MacGyver, who's your vote? You can let us know via our Twitter, which uh, I think we have a Twitter now, right? Is that right? Yep, it's the 80s and 90s calm. There you go, the 80s and 90s calm. So just like the website, but without the dot, you can let us know who you vote for. And I guess with that, we will say ciao for now and see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. I need to start working on some cool sign off or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know what to say. I'm like